I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The Secret Cabinet. Hello and welcome to a new episode of The Secret Cabinet. I'm Travis Dow from podcastnick.com and do a couple other history podcasts. But the creative genius behind this show is Der Budler, who had just come back to his home in Germany from our own huge metropolis, New York. That's a long trip, and because he'd been awake for 40 hours at this point and was suffering from jet lag, this will probably be a somewhat short episode. But it's fitting that the Big Apple is also the theme of today's show, titled New York From Below. And when one thinks of New York, of course, the first thing that comes to mind is the Statue of Liberty and the skyline with the huge skyscrapers reaching into the sky. But you might not suspect what's beneath your feet if you happen to be in Manhattan. I mean, besides the subway, one of the oldest underground systems in the world. And yet even there, there's a couple surprises. Or who would have suspected that for a short period of time, New York even had a pneumatic system for transporting people through underground tubes with air pressure. A little reminiscent of the cartoon Futurama. Already in the year 1870, more precisely on the 26th of February, a certain Alfred Beach invited the most preeminent folks of New York to view the launch of his new underground system. And to the greater surprise for the folks of New York, other than a few workers, no one had even heard of these pneumatic tunnels underground, or their construction. At the time, New York had perhaps an even worse traffic problem than they do today. The precious space on the street was fought over by coaches, buses, buggies, pedestrians, all pushing each other out of the way. And according to visitors to the city, you took your life in your hands every time you attempted to cross Broadway. Everywhere was horse apples, and it stunk to the heavens. In short, a subway modeled after the London Tube needed to be built. Besides the technical challenges, the developers also needed to make their way through the maze of the corrupt politicians along the way. And so previous attempts at a New York subway broke down because of the price of the bribes. And so Alfred Beach, inventor and publisher, sidestepped the problem by simply constructing his tunnels in secret. Although he didn't quite model his subway on the London subway system, he actually modeled it more on the also previously invented and in London installed pneumatic post system. And so he begun his secret excavations, starting from a basement on the corner of Broadway and Warren, right across from the town hall, and started digging in the direction of the just-opened Central Park. However, in some time, along with his son and just a couple of workers, he only managed to dig around 100 meters. And to excite the citizens of New York, seven meters below the surface, he also built a 40-meter-long waiting hall, which he decked out like a palace with carpets and fountains, oil paintings, artificial windows, and even a piano. 
and the transport of the passengers itself happened with a small cylindrically shaped wagon that could hold up to 22 passengers, which would be driven by a huge fan. And even the New Yorkers, of course, supported this construction project. The corrupt city council got in the way. William the Boss Tweed, who simply offered to pay for an $80 million elevated rail, which of course would make the subway obsolete. You might know him from his depiction in the Scorsese movie Gangs of New York with Leonardo DiCaprio, who even though perhaps slightly exaggerated, I think hit the character of the man pretty well. Even though Tweed was undermined in the public eye a bit, um, including by caricatures of the Harper Weekly, which publicized and spread the notion of his corruption and greed. Still, Beach's project came to an end. And the final nail was the stock market collapse of 1873, where basically all the investors drifted away. Beach himself died in 1896, and so did not survive to see the subway which was built and driven by more orthodox means in 1904. But the tunnel and the station remained intact. But it slowly became forgotten until 1912 when, during the construction of the City Hall station, some of the workers broke down a wall and found themselves in the middle of Beach's old tunnel. The wagon was still there, as was the huge propeller or fan which drove the whole thing forward. The construction workers took part of the sign up to the surface and walled up the rest. And so the exact position is still a mystery to this day. The wagon, station, and tunnel must still be underneath Broadway somewhere. But despite several searches, they have not been discovered to this day. And the tunnels were supposed to go, although it never went that far, but they were going towards the direction of Central Park. And even here, there lies buried treasure. Namely, life-size dinosaurs. 1864, New Yorkers enviously looked in the direction of London, where Benjamin Waterhouse Hawkins had exhibited the very first big dinosaur models in the London Crystal Palace. And the New Yorkers wanted this for themselves, and so they planned a big natural history museum in Central Park. And so they hired Hawkins to make American prehistoric animals. But paleontology at that time was just still in its baby shoes. And that's why Hawkins invented these really huge, more mammal-like creatures on which he just stuck reptilian scales. And these sculptures were supposed to be set up in the south part of Central Park in a huge 250,000 square meter surface area, partially even underground, and in these huge complex georamas. Money must have been cheap back then. But here, City Councilman Tweed pops up in our story again because he wasn't in on the profit for this whole venture. And so no one else should be either. And so he did what any honest politician would do, which was tow away the construction trailers, and for good measure also went and went to Hawkins' workshop and just smashed it all to bits. Hawkins was so disgusted by this whole thing that he simply turned his back on the city and never returned. And now the figures that were already completed were too heavy to really tow away, so they simply buried them near the foundation of the planned museum. Unfortunately, to this day, it's a little unclear where exactly the dinosaurs landed. But a short time ago, near the subway line on 8th Street, they have at least not been found. So they must be a little bit more towards the center of Central Park. A little strange is that no one actually tried yet to find them through ground-penetrating radar or any of those methods. So, you know, if anybody knows somebody in the States that wants to do a little bit of a research project in New York, well, after 2017, I'm free. 
And that's just a fraction of what lies beneath New York City, from underground illegal breweries and the old speakeasies, all the way to old railroad tunnels with steam engines, including parts of a 17th century Dutch boat. And the Ninja Turtles, one could have a lot of tales to tell. But more on those subjects, when Deb Woodlow might do an episode on what's up with the stories of crocodiles in the sewers of New York. But for now, until next time, it's goodbye, howdy, and see you soon. Your Budla and his translator, Travis. And of course, there's an, there's an editor involved. It's complicated. See you next time. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.